Welcome everybody to On The Top. We're back. 2.0. Back from the dead. Back from the dead. Guess who's back? No no back again? Shady's back? I like him. Tell a friend? Yeah, tell all your friends on top podcast uh, once every two weeks, maybe. We'll, Probably. We'll start doing it. Seasons That's the plan. picked up again. Got college in full swing. Season three of On the Top. Uh, the fall season of high school is done. Thank God. But the winter season has begun now. Snow. Gross. Make sure you check out the Brown Deer Ski Report. If you're interested in skiing and snowfall, you can find it on the Schrader website. Uh, I doubt that most of the people listening to this will have to deal with snow. Lucky. Mm, that'd be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> oh, like we said, the uh, college season has kicked off to a... Um, Raucous. It's all over the place. It's... Um, it's fast in areas and not really fast in some areas. Agreed. And there are random swims that just go absolutely berserk. But I think what's more impressive is the time people throwing down in dual meets this year. Agreed. Dual meets have been insane. That uh, Texas, Florida, Indiana dual meet. Crazy. That was fun. To Crazy. Watch. Florida has got like the recruiting class or a bunch of freshmen, sophomores. I'm like, hey, I recognize that name. Or hey, I know that name from like juniors. Yeah, or from juniors. Like I just passed. recognize a lot of their names. Like, oh. I know that guy. Oh, he's swimming at Florida now? Oh, him too? I feel like in two years, they're going to be, oh, on the men's side, they're going to be one to look out for. A contender. Blue chips. Like the, the SEC back full force? Always. Always. Can't Always. forget about the SEC. Can't forget about Dre. So, what are some of the swims that have excited you or teams that have excited you so far this young season? All right. Well, looking throughout collegeswimming.com. Yeah, I love that top times thing. It's pretty fun. But the best thing they could have done is add their school's logo to the side. Because you can see just how dominant some teams are being. Now, when I look at the women's side, all I see are M's everywhere. Whether it be mm. Big Blue M or that Goldie and Maroon M from uh, Michigan and Minnesota. Everywhere. 50 breasts, or sorry, 50 free, 100 breasts. All over the board, I see M's. Michigan is probably the most consistent across the board. I don't think they have a true weakness. They have a lot of butterflyers. They have breaststrokers. They have backstrokers. They have freestylers, all kind of freestylers. Probably better in the longer freestyle. But once again, they're just all over the place. I don't know if they can contend for first or second. Maybe second if they have a great meet and Cal kind of has a not-so-good meet. But right now, I agree 100% that Michigan right now is killing it, especially their... Freshman, Maggie McNeil, 50.0 in a dual meet, 100 fly, I believe. Crazy. Crazy. Then I think went 49.8 at the Georgia meet, their midseason meet. Yep. Tied with Louise Hansen of USC for the fastest 100 fly this season. And she's a freshman. Freshman. Froshy. There's this class, men and women have been insane, which yes. is another thing to look out. Is this our best breaststroke class ever? For, for men? men? And there's only three of them. 
and they're making tidal waves. Huge. I mean, we all knew about Reese Whitley. We all knew about Max McHugh. But very few people knew about Texas. Charlie, I believe I'm saying this right. Scheinfeld? 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 It's not Seinfeld. Could be. It's, it's not Seinfeld. It's not Costanza or Kramer. Festivus is coming up. Festivus is coming up. You have your polls. No tinsel. It's very I distracting. No, nah, I, I set up a microphone to air grievances throughout the house, but no what one ever takes it seriously. Classic. No, but he went 51-7, 100 breasts at their meet. 51-4. 51-4? Oh, that my God. That is correct. And there's only three of them, but this, I think, as we can safely say, is the best breaststroke recruiting class of all time. For sure. What did Max McHugh go on the 50 breasts on their relay? 22.6. 22.6. That's faster than my freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is a lot of pullout and just a big, strong dude that knows how to use the water. Yes. And then Reese Whitley, I mean, he's been swimming well, but we haven't really heard much from him. His biggest wave so far this season was, I think, a 154 to dual meet against Cal Poly. I think that's the most I've heard about him so far. So, you know, he's sitting on a time bomb. Yeah, I mean, like uh, 152.4 at the Georgia Invitational. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, I mean, but again, when I switch the men's sides too, I'm starting to see a lot more M's for Michigan mm -hmm. and Minnesota. Mm -hmm. But you know what I see a lot of the men's side? Those uh, horns, horns and the big C-A-L, Cal, Cal in Texas. I think so far this season, we can both agree that Tate Jackson and John Shevitt have been on fire. Going nuts. And I it's, think it's the way we rooted for Shevitt last year. After the broken I think collarbone? Was, I think it was collarbone, yeah. Bounced back in a big way. Almost one Every NCs. meet. Your boy Coleman Stewart was the only one that stopped him. Yep. And then, I believe, this was weird. At the Texas Invite, he time-trailed the 200 IM on the first night and went, like, the nation leading time. Went, like, one, like, 41, 142. But then scratched it scratched individually. Out, right? yeah. yeah. Are you worried about anybody right now? Worried? Um, Besides Townley House. I was gonna say there's a there's a there's a, a freestyler from Texas that had a little trouble. I don't know if he had a little hiccup, but I mean, at this year, last year, he was only going a half second faster too. I mean, the dude went 129 at the end of the season. I know, but one. Th it hasn't even been a year yet. But 129. But 134. At the same time, I'm a little worried, but he knows what he's doing. We forgot we forgot to mention one name, Beta Nelson. Beta Nelson. Beta Nelson. 49 six Hunter Beck. Incredible. And a uh, little birdie told me that uh, she was unshaved and pretty hairy. Was that birdie swim swam? Because she did an interview where she talked about how exactly. she was not shaved. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. The, I, I know this website called swimswam.com. <laughs> it gives you all this information and interviews. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it before. It's kind of good for swimming. It's like the ESPN of swimming. It's getting there. But yeah, she, then she, I think she went 153 in the 2 a.m. also. I think she split... 23 in the 50 back to lead off their really 23 something. It, she had herself a meet. She's pretty good. She's all right. She's going to do well this year. I think she just went nuts in the 200 back. Yeah, it's uh, 149 3? 1. 149 1. Wow. 200 back. Jesus. Yikes. That's crazy, man. Very fast. Um, another shout out that I want to give is to Hawaii's very own Phoebe Hines. Dropping down a time in the mile of 15.41.35. That's crazy. That's crazy fast. The fastest non-Ledecky, non-Leah Smith mile in the NCAAs. Thanks for giving everyone a chance, guys. Awesome. <laughs> 38 seconds off the NCAA record, though. 
Exactly. But, Yay. But I do have a little, I do have something I have to talk to Tex Thane about. I'm looking at their results page right now, and the American record, according to this, is 1503.92 set by Kay Ledecky in 2016. But the pool record is 1503.31 done a year later in, by Kay Ledecky. How is a pool record faster than the American record when it's done in Texas? I know Texas always talks about wanting to get out. It's seceding from the union. But I'm confused. How is it? Um, I'm confused by that. Texas A&M, get your stuff together. Look at this kid just ranting about absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right. So now that we're halfway through, we've already gone through the Texas, the meets, the, the uh, invitationals, the, all the mid-season shavedowns, right? Yep. Who do you see coming out of the woodwork? Who's going to rise to the top, and who's going to not live up to the expectation? Uh, who's going to rise up? It's going to be different years, same teams. Stanford and Texas on women and men's side. They're both going to win. I could see what, like I said, I could see Michigan women potentially getting second, but Cal is getting Isabel Ivy to swim with them in the second semester, which will be interesting. But I definitely think Michigan has a chance to get second. For the men, I have no idea. I, Cal, you mentioned Cal, they got the firepower. I've been a little disappointed with their Strokes sprinters. And I yep, I've been a little disappointed with their sprinters, but I mean, it's either them or Florida. I feel like I feel like Indiana has some firepower. NC State's got some major firepower. They just got depth. But I just don't know. The, the top times for Indiana and NC State aren't there like last year, I guess. They're, they're like last year, I guess. Mm -hmm. But they have a lot of depth throughout yeah. everything. I mean, they still have Finnerty and, they, you know, NC State still has Coleman. Yep. And, and Vazios. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like. It's going to come down to they diving. They have less top, top end, but way more depth throughout. It's going to come down to diving once again. Just the same exact as last exactly. year. Exactly. Like I said, same teams, different year. Same I guess year. so. Um, all right. Well, that wraps everything up for the college. I just want to um, just say at this point, it's like there's the building blocks are set there and the foundations are being poured for two to three years down the road where more teams are going to start to compete for the title instead of just I one so. or two just kind of making their presence. Like you said, Florida's up there. I hope NC so. NC State can continue to rise they're, up. They're starting to get some Cal blue chip recruits. Cal is starting to just push everything out they have. Yep. They're starting, NC State is starting to get some real big recruits. I think Which they, they should. I think they just had, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but they think they just had like one of the top five recruits for women just sign with them before juniors, and she lit it up it's in the nuts. backstrokes. Yeah. Is that a good transition? Should we start talking about juniors? Yeah, all right. Well, uh, Caleb is has been covering the juniors and following it real close, east and the west. Um, I just want to give him the platform to say, hey, what stuck out, man? What uh, east or west or both? Like, what's going on? Well, I think east, team-wise, was better. I think depth of swims was better. But I think west had more firepower at the top with a couple swimmers. Maybe not more firepower, but they stood out a little more. On the West, you had Luca Orlando, just sorry, Orlando, dropping nag bombs, major bombs. One forty three, two hundred. I think no, one forty two, two hundred. I am one forty point nine, two hundred fly. Hmm. Have you heard of the guy named Michael Phelps? Phelps. He uh, he broke his record. 
for the 15, 16, 200 fly. That's okay. He went broke the nag in the 100 back, 45, 5, I believe. And then he could have in the 200 back, but he scratched it because it was the same night as the 200 fly. And then I already mentioned this, but I believe it's Catherine Burkhoff. She was the NC State commit. And she went nuts in the backstrokes. Specifically, 150.1 in the 200 back. How old is she? She's 17. 17. And then Miss Isabel Sten from Aqua Jets, who we had the pleasure of watching swim at WGLO, 150.3200 back, and she's 16. It's strong. Strong. And we also had Reagan Smith out there who went 151.200 fly. Again, everyone listening to this, if you don't know who Reagan Smith is, you're way late to the game. You're way late to the game. She is on fire. She's moving through everything. She's going to be the next everyone. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, she just looks like she has really dense, small muscle. She looks like she can just move her arms as fast as she wants. She's really grab good. as much water as she possibly can. She's really good. And then out east, I feel like the teams were. I feel like the teams were better. Mason Manares won it. They messed around and won the thing, which is incredible. And then I think they're the first Ohio team ever to win a junior national title. Then you also had Carmel. You had Nation. I believe Nation's Capital went to nationals, but they had some people there still. They had Swim Mac. Then you have Dayton. Then you have Dynamo. You have a Swim Neck with the Walsh sisters just going nuts. 15-year-old girl going 45 in the 100 free. Is that good? Mm. Sorry, 46. Anchored in 46.7. Is that good? She that broke good? it. Is that good? She broke it. Is that good? Yeah. Uh, the elder sister going 153, 200 IM. The foster boys just going nuts. And they have some really good teammates now. We're going 19. Like The East was by far the best in terms of depth, but man, there was some fire power out west. Mm-hmm. It was really exciting to watch. Nags were dropping like crazy. Crazy. So the, f- the future of swimming is in good hands with some of these kids. Couldn't agree more. It's going to be fun to watch. Couldn't agree more how the fact that what won Nationals 10 years ago doesn't even final at Junior Nationals now. <laughs> the four, put this in perspective. The 400 medley relay, Mason Manneries won 311. 15 years ago, that would have been like the number one, number two college time. 15, 20 years ago, 311. 40, 311. 46, I think it was 46, 52, 48, 43, 42 by 100. That's Back insane. Back when like Northwestern had it. That's like insane. 05. That's insane, man. That's crazy. Youth of the nation. Keep going. That's right. Get faster. Get faster. Get faster. All right, moving from the, the youth to the old, old guys swimming at uh, the world championships in the <sighs> most fun short course meters pools ever. What does that mean? SCM. Short course meters, I have no idea what this means. Because, Caleb, for example, Caleb Dressel let off the relay Fastest USA time ever, 20.4. Now, I know 17's fast for short course yards, and I know 21 one is fast for long course meters. I, 20.4 seems slow. Everything just seems slow. <laughs> now, the thing is, if you're listening to this and you train in a short course meters pool, I can see you out loud just telling, telling Caleb he's wrong because you guys are trying to argue from the top, the inside out. Oh, this matters. This totally matters. Stroke out. You know, it's you like it out your stroke, but I could hear everybody out there who's trained strictly short course meters that telling Caleb's wrong. 
good. Everybody. Like <laughs> good. Like they the four the men won gold medal world record in four three oh three. Is that is that good? Like I know it's good. It's a world record, but I don't know. Like we've got guys going forty point short course. That forty point thirty nine nine seems fast. It seems real fast. And then you got forty eights and forty sevens long course. That's fast. Forty five short course. Okay. Go, good job, guys. You've just never had the pleasure of training in a short course meters pool, trying to convert send offs and stroke counts. It's a fun time. I don't. I don't envy. <laughs> I don't envy that because that just seems exhausting. But legend. Cameron Vanderberg did announce his retirement today, and then he won the hundred breast gold. Get some. That's awesome. That's how you ride off into the sunset. That's a career right there. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, backstrokes. I mean, we're in the middle of the meet right now, and we've yep. only had two days under our belt, two and a half yep. days. Uh, that fifty free twenty point four though. Yeah, that's good. Is that's it solid? Is it? <laughs> You're such a jerk, man. You're killing everybody out here. Uh, but I'm sure the majority of people listening do. Agree with you because they've never had the pleasure of swimming short course meters. Yeah, like shout out McFarland, <laughs> walk Sean North, get him. Um, so yeah, so also backstrokes. Yes, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, champion, touched Last, him out late, late. I guess early this morning. Cha cha cha. Point oh three was it? I believe so. Mm. Excellent. That's and Ryan held breaking the American record and then Kev Dressel breaking it that night. That's a good swim right That's there. That's awesome. That's World great. records. World records are dropping every four years. These world records just go bye bye because that was nine years. Nine years. Nine years for the, that relay right there. Corner the free. And Russia took it to us, man. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Well, they got the Clement and they got the the Vlad. You split forty five zero. Oh. Oh Is that good? Again, I think he broke it. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough about talking about other people swimming in times and trying to keep up with who's who and what's going on because, frankly, what we saw last year and the year before, it's happening on a routine basis now, and yep. I'm not shocked by anything. No. Once, once 18 and uh, 40 were eclipsed in 130. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. And 50 in the breaststroke. 50 in the breaststroke. What's next? What's next? Tell what? us. Tell us what's next. Log on to our Facebook, our Instagram page, and tell us, what do you think is next in swimming? What is the craziest thing that a youth is going to do? Someone under 18, someone over 18... Anything goes. Tell us what's going on. And tell us how wrong I am about the short course meters, because I still don't know. Blast him. Do Blast it. him. Do it. Give me the Skip Bayless treatment. <laughs> All right. Well, um, just want to move on and talk about stroke count. I think we talked about this a little bit before, but uh, I can't believe how much stroke count we're doing now. Good. Across the board. Distance, sprint, strokes. I am earthing everything. Um, I mean, we, we, we put it into our warm-up. We'll put it into easy sets. We'll put it into hard sets. We'll put it into lengthy aerobic sets. And there's nothing more frustrating than going all out for a 50, 75, or 100 and then having to do perfect stroke count for your recovery. Oh, nothing makes swimmers more mad than swimming correctly. On the easy. I'll just say, if you're over the age of 14 and don't count your strokes or know your stroke counts, you're behind. And if I look at you're you behind. and you and I say, hey, what was your stroke count on that? And you say, uh, uh or you hesitate at all, I know you didn't count. Or you're yeah. lying about it. 
Yeah. So don't say, uh, just just fess up. You should know it. Do your 10 push-ups because you didn't count your strokes and get back in the water. Now, gifts of strength. Not push-ups, gifts of strength. Gifts of strength. Yeah, got to count your strokes. Uh, one cool thing we've been doing for a little bit is a cycle set where we kind of go through and d- decrease cycles. But we did a set the other day of, I put up question mark times 25, 25s on, I think it was 35. You have 70 cycles to swim. Cycles, not cycles. strokes. Okay. Cycles, So not, 140 not strokes. strokes. For free and back. So it's 100, so yeah, 70 cycles to swim. However, you have to go as fast as you can each 25, but using the least amount of strokes possible. So we'll do it, and most kids got to like, I think one failed at five, and then everyone kind of failed seven through ten. Five? Some, some made to like 12 because they were doing like three strokes for a 25 breaststroke, but they're also going like seven. I know who you're so talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, we swam it off. We did some other stuff. We kind of, you know, got away from it. And then we got right back to it as soon as they forgot about it and did the same thing. So we all wrote our numbers numbers on the board of how many 25s we did. And the 25 were you exhausted in. Even if you take one stroke, that's your 25. And so everyone increased by at least two 25s, two whole awesome. 25s. So if you're taking six strokes breaststroke, they increased, you know, that length by a good seven, eight, nine percent, whatever it is right there. It's probably, yeah, right there. So it, uh, it's been helping them be more conscious about what's going on. And when they watch their 50 freestyle and they realize that they took 50 strokes and they're not grabbing any water, they understand uh, maybe I should get you know, a little more feel for the water. Maybe we should grab some more water. It's, it's, it's kind of putting them in the driver's seat. Um, I've always heard the expression of we're not just driving you down to some beach far away. You know, we are giving you the keys to your own car and leading the caravan. I mean, you're still get, you're yeah. in charge of what you do. So if you we're want to lag the, behind, we're giving you the Google Maps. Exactly. We're we're saying, hey, <laughs> print this off from 2004, and don't get mad when you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> I love stroke count. Love it. I think what's the best is when you have a swimmer who starts the year. Let's say 20 strokes. All right, you start the year 20 strokes, and then they get down to 18. Well, now when they swim fast and they have to add a stroke, like when they're doing like a 200 or a 50 even. They and then like they, had, they can't even get all those strokes in. Yeah, and they're like, wait, I, get to, I have to do 20 now? But before, when you took 20 and the 50 and the, and the 50, maybe you had to take 23. Now you're down to 20. So it's an improvement across the board in everything. Yep. Once again, if you're over the age of 14 and you're not counting your strokes. Every 25. Get, it, get your head in the game and start doing it. Being aware is huge, so, and, and that's what I love doing with swimmers is I, I try to give them the knowledge of swimming instead of just telling them to do something. It's the old uh, give a, lead a horse to the water. Oh, my biggest pet peeve is an, a coach who just says, do this. And sometimes I have friends and myself who have been kicked out of practice for asking why, as young as like 12 to 14. Just be asking why. Why are we doing this? What's, what, like, I'm not questioning you. I just want to know why. So I think as soon as I became educated about a sp- the sport, uh, from the physics to the biology and how your body works, that's when I started to really dive into it and say, hey, like, yeah. this is fun because I know what's going on. I'm not in the dark. Yes. I'm not just blindly following somebody. I know what I'm doing with a direction. Herm Edwards had one of the best sayings ever. He's when he was back in ESPN before he went to Arizona State. It was great athletes question, but they never question. 
So they always wonder, why are we doing this? How can I use it to get better? But they never go, why are we doing this? They always go, why are we doing this? They want to know. It's not, not they're why not, are we doing this? They're not being this. stubborn they're yeah. not, or, you know, insubordinate. Two different things. Two different things. But that quote has always stuck with me. Shout out to Herm Edwards. You're always welcome on the podcast. He's a football coach for all of you who don't know that. <laughs> yeah, come on down, Herm. You play to win the game. Exactly. So, I mean, like, telling them why stroke count mm-hmm. is what they need and what we're doing from an aerobic basis to a... Uh, glycolytic basis to a anaerobic, like just just what's going on with their body. I mean, the other day we uh, watched a TED talk on the myelian sheath around Ooh. around your um, nerves, and when they talk about muscle memory, it's not really muscle memory; it's just it's brain memory. Literally, <laughs> getting a jacket to your nerves and last, you know, lack of energy is being lost, and it's great. And they 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 see it, they understand it, they know what's going on. However, what I have a beef and grind about these kids these days. Or flips your turn, if you will. <laughs> My old self is that if it's not on a video, most of the time it doesn't exist at no. all. It's just not true. <laughs> so I could say, I could talk about the sheath for hours on end, but if I show them a TED Talk that's five minutes long, in their brain for life. You could even say that if you don't show them the video, it gets a little hazy. Yeah, it might, it might get lost up there. <laughs> All right, well, that's all the time we have for this episode of On the Top Podcast. Um, be on the lookout in the future for some more episodes. Uh, we're going to try to get some guests in here. There's going to be a lot of college swimming meets coming up. This is going to be the heat of it. Uh, don't read too much into those because they're going to go on their training trip and get destroyed by their coaches, so they'll yes. be tired. So if you see that people aren't swimming as fast, even if you aren't swimming at this, this fast at this time of the year, don't worry about it. Just keep your hopes high. Keep your eye on the prize. Just focus on that. Love the process. Love the process. And for us here at On The Top, have a wonderful holiday season. We'll see you guys soon. Yeah, happy holidays. Minister of Fun. We go.